Awesome. It's great to meet you in person, Rosanne. Um, it's, Same. Yeah, it's, I've been following you on our course for a while now. You are one of the relatively few people who have made it through the entire program. Um, so first of all, would you mind just walking me through a little bit about your experience so far, how you found us? If you wouldn't mind also introducing yourself, that'd be great. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, thanks for thanks for uh, speaking with me. Um, yeah, I'm Rosan. I uh, I study applied math actually, um, uh, but I took up Chinese for a few reasons. I think I think the biggest one was just that I heard it was hard, <laughs> and I think I think I, I wanted to see for myself. Uh, I sort of dabbled in a few um, a few languages, mostly European languages, mm. and um, I thought, hey, if people say it's hard, you know, I've I've done a few languages. Let's let's see for for myself and verify whether that's true. And um, so I signed up for classes at college, and I loved it. It was so different. I the tones were just a different world, and, and everything was was great, and the teachers were great. Mm. Um, but there was like this one thing um, that really stopped me from progressing. I felt like, and which, which was the tones. Uh, sorry, the tones were the second thing. The number one thing were the characters. Yes. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I don't know. Personally, I feel like I'm definitely below average when it comes to sort of rote memorizing uh, characters. But essentially, my, my approach was to just write them out for like an hour or two hours uh, for like 20 characters. So, so the first few weeks of Chinese were really fun because we were just doing pinyin and whatnot. And then they... They gave us the characters and uh, every week we had to sort of, we had a dictation where we had to write down the characters for, for that week. And it was just such a pain mm. to do it. And, and I would spend like two hours, three hours trying to memorize 20 characters just to sort of forget them when I needed to recall them. Yeah. Or I, I only had like a vague idea of what it was, but then something was off. And, um, and so that was really frustrating because for the other aspects of Chinese, I, I sort of felt like over time, I would just get it. Like the pronunciation seemed to make sense. Tones were quite unintuitive, but I, I sort of had the confidence that over time I would get it. And, and the grammar, like the more I listened to it, I would get it. I sort of had that confidence with the characters. I just didn't have it. Like theoretically, I suppose, even if I did road memorization, if I put in an enormous amount of hours, I would get it eventually, but I didn't feel like that. It just really seemed like a tedious and an impossible task. So I was, I was constantly looking for ways to, to hack, hack the process, if you will. But that's not, that's not how I came across you guys, actually. I was, um, I was searching for um, advice on how to pronounce tones, and there were a few tone pairs that um, I had trouble with, like, truly parsing or truly sort of distinguishing mm. and um so i was constantly looking for for videos and i found one of you guys's video on i think it must have been like um first tone fourth tone versus second tone fourth tone mm. and the way you talked about it i thought was was really um great and um you guys just brought a different perspective to it i i felt like as non-native speakers um acquiring chinese and i I really liked it, so uh, I just subscribed, and over time, I, I found out that you guys had this this, this thing, uh, this method for studying characters, and since that was like a big pain point for me, 
um, I was like, oh, I got to try it out. And, and it made sense to me uh, intuitively, but, but then as I progressed in the course, it made even more sense. And then I couldn't imagine a different way to do it because it just, mm. oh, everything I'd done the year before just seemed, seemed ridiculous and stupid. So, yeah. so, so, a, so at, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, after a year of Chinese, I, I found you guys and yeah, yeah. That's, that's my thing. And uh, how long have you, so it was a year and before that year you hadn't touched Chinese, you just thought you'd try, before then you were a complete beginner. Yeah, exactly. I like never, I never had any contact with Chinese at all. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, and I did those two semesters in, in, in college and then I went to Taiwan because I, I felt like I had a good base sort of mm -hmm. for, for where I was, but then I was, you know, it felt, it, it felt really, I felt dumb walking around and just seeing squiggles and not knowing, just feeling very illiterate. Um, yeah. I think that, and it was so in my face in my everyday life. And even if I went to Italy, so for more background, I mean, I'm in Austria, I grew up here and uh, so German is my first language. And even when I travel around Europe, even if I'm not 100% familiar with the languages, I don't feel completely lost because I, I know what the writing system is. So you you, you studied Chinese uh, as best you could, like in the, let's call it the traditional way, uh, for about a year, and then you found us. How long have you been using the Mandarin Blueprint method so far? I think it's, it's I started in, in September and probably, yeah, till January. So that's, yeah. September. So we're talking yeah. November, December. Yeah, so we're talking about what, six months? Or, or, or February, something like that. Yeah, something, something around that. <laughs> Don't quote me on it, but it's, it's around that. Yeah, so I, I pretty much, um, <laughs> I went very hard on the course. <laughs> I went very hard on the course because uh, yeah. as I was progressing, you guys were releasing the next level. <laughs> so, so it was sort of like a carried on the stick thing where I was like, oh yeah, if I just get through the, this foundation course, yeah, I can, yeah, I can do something else. And then once I was done with that, you guys released this. Uh, the, the yeah, we like doubled the size of the course or tripled. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so, sorry. Uh, so again, you cut out a little bit there. So it's like six months approximately, would you say you've been using? Yeah, it? exactly. Six, six months. months. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so six months. And the current course covers 1,530 characters, 1,530 characters. Um, and about 4,000 words. Uh, each one of those words contains, like we, we supply at least one example sentence. I think we have 7,000 sentences in total because there's many different uses, yeah, right? Yeah, a lot, yeah. And then we have, uh, you know, 30 or, at the moment, I think it's, it's close to 100 now, but uh, we, I think at the time, when you first joined, we had between uh, 60 and 80 like longer form pieces of content, like dialogue, stories, things like that as well. So it's all this content, not just the content on the thing, like it's the flashcards as well. Have you got through all of it, would you say, or uh, are you still working your way through some of the higher level stuff? So uh, I've gone through almost all of it, but there's a hundred, <laughs> there's a hundred uh, sentence cards that, that I just decided to, to ditch because, um, I've just gone so hard on the on, on the course that at some point I, it was it was too much for me and uh, right. So, but I already got a lot of value out of it. So, at, apart from those 100 last um, sentence cards, word cards, I've I've done everything, even the even mm. the conversation 
connectors. Yeah. The conversation, oh, right, that's awesome. Um, it's, it's very rare that I get to talk to someone like yourself who's actually done so much of the course. Um, so I'm kind of like, what's what I ask next? So how, how many hours, how many hours a day on average do you think you put in? Oh. <laughs> in six a, months well, i think i think at least at least two hours minimum mm -hmm. uh but most of the time it was probably around four to five um i would say so so i was so uh, yeah maybe for 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 more context i was in taiwan to mm -hmm. do an internship but my goal was also to improve my chinese and i i, lo I loved it there and uh mm -hmm. Then I decided to take time off university and sort of dedicate myself fully. Um, I understand that not everyone has uh, as much time, but I definitely spent at least two hours a day up to six. So wow. um, pretty much, uh, yeah, that, that, I, I think you can understand that at some point I got Me and Phil burnt been out. There, we've been like really going, going for it. Um, six hours, I think I'd never, I don't think I ever did six hours, maybe one, one or two days in my life. Uh, the thing hours, is, so that's Anki just has this way of, of, yes. of just, you know, having the remaining cards and then you just feel bad when you, when you don't do yeah. it. I got into this bad cycle, but it, it, it worked out. So, right. Excellent. Yeah. So, so would you say, cause I sometimes like four to six hours, sometimes two hours. So would you say on average, like two and a half, three hours, maybe per day over six months period, perhaps? Yeah. For, for, I would say, yeah, probably around three hours. Um, Let's say around three if we hours. count everything, but obviously, you know, my, my efficiency decreased after about an hour and a half, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so those, those last, uh, additional uh, last few hours aren't as efficient mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah so are you at the point now where so like, describe to me what it's like when because obviously you're still reviewing the cards those flashcards don't go away right so you're going to be still, yeah. still coming up um so what's it like for you reading sentences in chinese now um how how competent would you say you are with, with the, at least the content from the course Oh, that, that's, that's, <laughs> that's nothing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty much just, you look at it and you know, it. I think after seeing it uh, so often, that's not a problem. If I uh, actually, uh, last night I went back to just look at a few, um, few of, of your stories and stuff. And it's a, yeah, I just read it as if, as if it were, as if it were English. Um, wow. But if it's, if it's, uh, if it's content that's not uh, Mandarin Blueprint, obviously there's uh, that's a little more difficult or a lot more difficult depending on the source. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, it's, it's similar to what we say about shadowing, you know, when we say, same here, if I pick up a brand new piece of content um, and it's written in a certain style or maybe it's more formal as well, like it takes, my brain has to get in gear a little bit and, and, and sort of, find, and sort of like yeah. starting a car in winter you know, you get, you get into it and it takes a few repetitions maybe uh, with certain sentences. So like, um, so you're reading, you're reading Chinese sentences without pinyin, without translations, uh, at least there's no, with no problem. Like the, the stuff, the stuff that I do know, I, I do really know. There's still a lot of stuff that I don't know, but the stuff I do know, uh, I don't feel any uh, real friction. Uh, mm. Yeah. Tell me about some, I'm going to go back to that in a minute, but tell me about some of the uh, other content outside of the course that you've experimented with. 
um, whether it's listening or reading. Tell me how that's been going. Mm -hmm. You mean sort of after I finished the course or during the course? Whatever. I mean, or... so I'm, I'm wondering, I guess, more recently, actually, because I remember, I think it was a question you asked. I answered you on the podcast. It was like, what else? Yes. I'm done with yeah, Mandarin yeah. Blueprint, the current, like, not, not completely, but like with the current thing. I've, I've learned all the characters and words that you offer at the moment. And you're sort of working your way through the longer form content, but you, you're hungry for more input. I remember you, you said something like that. Yeah. And I gave you a bunch of awesome think, resources. Um, what have you experimented with any of those yet? Yeah, I've I've tried <laughs> quite a few because um, it's like once you're done with uh, Mandarin Blue, you know where to go. Um, so it 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 was quite a struggle to find uh stuff or i at least i invest a lot of time uh, trying to find stuff because it just feels different when you have someone hold you by the hand uh, as you i um i tried out link uh i tried out uh glossica do chinese chairman's bow uh mandarin companion books i just tried to get my hand on on everything and um yeah, I don't know if I, if I should go into detail into how I, how I like those sources, but please um, do. I'm I'm I just I'm 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 most interested in. You'd have to do a review of them or anything like that. But I'm I'm most <laughs> interested in how you're dealing with reading and listening to content that isn't so familiar to you, like the the sentences that you've seen from our course and stuff like that. I'm just really curious about that. Yeah, so I think, um, like right after I finished with the course. I, I was just really trying to solidify the characters that I that I studied, um, especially like the last 200, they weren't really like ingrained. Um, so I wanted to just see them in context more. And I tried out Link. Um, that felt okay, but my problem was that there wasn't like nice content, at least, um, or it seemed very scattered and I didn't like the mm -hmm. UI. Um, and I, I mean, I still had the issue of reading like, oh, this guy goes to somewhere and then he does this. <laughs> and so every, you always have those few words that, that you don't understand. Um, but obviously link makes it a little easier to do that. I just didn't enjoy it as much because of the content that was on there. Mm -hmm. Um, so I switched over to do Chinese and that one I, I really liked, mm. um, simply because it was it was more organized and I, I enjoyed the narrative format um, and I could listen to it uh, and have sort of have the text there so that was that was really good um, I did I did also uh, toy around with uh, chairman's bow but I I preferred the narrative format more than news uh, articles um, yeah, the, the Mandarin companion readers were a little too easy, I would say. Um, still good reading practice, and the, and the stories were very well written, but uh, it wasn't really like at the right level. And, yeah, and just, I also tried, books. you know, I also tried. They're, they're better for beginners or like, I guess, like lower intermediates or something like that. And they're, they're awesome for those levels, exactly. I suppose. And they are working on some more advanced content, but yeah, that's, that's good to hear. Yeah, I mean, I, I read their, I read, I read two of their stories when I was sort of in the middle of your guys' course, and that really helped me out a lot. Because wait a minute, you know, like once you months, reading, reading like a, 
I, you you strike me as someone like well I guess I guess everyone's like this in a way but like you 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 smashed Chinese in six months to the point where from zip, pretty much struggling and not much level to to reading just picking up Mandarin Companion and going that's too easy next <laughs> like that's amazing <laughs> just want to make sure I, you're I was, aware of that <laughs> I mean I think I think it's all about the time and the motivation I think right, I, I had right. a lot of I had a lot of that. Mandarin Companion was really good because I think I must have been like at around your uh, foundation course, mm. and it was just cool to read like a, a like a book, um, even if it was a great reader. So that really um, that was cool to see these characters outside of Anki. But yeah, once I finished the course, I felt like it was it wasn't appropriate for my level. I tried other things like reading the New York Times. That was just whoa. <laughs> That was that I, I quickly realized that didn't work. Um, so um, one thing that I'm doing now is actually uh, just watching Netflix mm -hmm. um, and listening to podcasts. So um, I'm I'm doing that, uh, and that's that's working well. Just because for now, I think uh, at the moment I I just want to find like interesting content, and mm -hmm. I understand enough to to have it be interesting and. I jot down things and I understand the general storyline. And um, I also have this extension for Netflix where it allows me to save sentences that I'm uh, unfamiliar with or where I don't know a word and I just import them to Anki. Um, so that's, that's where no way. Well. That's really, I did not know that. That's it's really, it's, it, it's a nice thing. It's sort of a, it's an extension. I think it's called uh, language learning with Netflix. No way. Uh, that's great. And, and, and then, and, and you you could you could customize it. You could have the Chinese and the English. Um, if I'm really lazy, I do that, and yeah. I just try to uh, try to absorb it. And when there's not a word, I just press S to start, and it saves it. Uh, it saves that sentence or phrase. But usually, I try to just have it in Chinese, um, and cool. then I can just find new sentence cards, if you will, uh, mm -hmm. and sentence mine that way. Um, yeah. Other than that. Um, I just I just listen to podcasts every now and then, and um, and uh, just took a frequency list. I think that's also something that you guys um, recommended. At at some point, I asked you like, what was gonna happen after the fifteen hundred characters? Because I was afraid I wasn't gonna make it without mm. without you guys sort of uh, charting the path. And so uh, it took some getting used to, but I just took a frequency list of the top three thousand characters and. Uh, subtracted the ones that I'd already learned from Mandarin Blueprint and then just sort of slowly um, acquire those, put them in my Anki. But that's what I'm doing right now. Still doesn't feel, I, I, it still feels so far the sort of the level that I want to have. But mm -hmm. um, I think if I just stay with it and, and keep doing small things every day, hopefully I'll get there. At some point, yeah. Yeah, you're you're in the the wasteland of the intermediate. Now that's what they call it, right? That's what they call it because it's that's what it feels like. It feels like it's just uh, an endless thing. Um, but one yeah. day, if you keep putting in the 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 the, the um, listening practice, if you start working on maybe some speaking soon, um, I don't know if you already you've got some lessons in yet. Have you have you been on iTalkie or any sort of service like that or? Not, not yet. No, um, I've sort of, I've also very religiously used Glossica mm -hmm. before, before I found you guys. Um, and so that was, that was like sort of after the one year mark. Mm. And, and that was pretty good to just sort of get my muscles moving and mm -hmm. get the muscle memory. Uh, 
and then obviously I was in Taiwan, so I spoke a lot. And then I had you guys for the vocabulary building and and characters. Uh, but since then, I haven't really spoken too much. I'm looking to sort of dig deeper into that uh, aspect of the language soon. But yeah, Italki is definitely on my mind. Yeah, I mean, no rush. Like I said, you've accomplished a lot in a short amount of time. You've kind of ahead of the curve by like a year and a half, at least, I would say. Because it takes <laughs> to get to, I'm not even, I'm sort of half, I'm not even joking, really, because it's like, <clears throat> to get to the point where you can under, you have, uh, obviously, you, you know, you can't read the New York Times, but you know what? I don't like to read the New York Times anyway. It bores me and hurts my head. So like, uh, it's, it's, you can, you can read a lot. You've got about, you know, well over 90% of coverage in terms of your words and characters, you know, probably up to 94%, something like that. Um, and you've got these tools at your disposal now where you can you start accessing all this stuff. And now it's just about, for you, now it's, all, it's just about what you're doing right now. Experiment with new content, listening, listening, listening. That's the, that's the really key one. Listening and reading at the same time if you can, right? And then just yeah, yeah, exactly. Work. When exactly. you find some extra time, work in some speaking lessons gradually, and maybe yeah. And when you feel like it, uh, you know, increase that. So that's yeah. But I've, I've I mentioned this all to you on the um, on the podcast previously. But I'm 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 sort of curious about what is your what are your plans? Not just in terms of studying, but like what is there anything that you want to do with Chinese or? <laughs> are, you just, um, are you just excited for the challenge and <clears throat> that you're making so much progress? You're just excited to consume and use the language in general. Is there anything, any, any other particular purpose you're doing it for? It's a, that's a good question. I think I sort of fell into this Chinese journey and it's something, you know, you're right. It's something I'm um, contemplating right now or sort of reflecting on like I've, I've spent this time um on this language and, and i don't really know where i want this to go mm-hmm. um yeah essentially i just did it because it sounded interesting and hard and whatnot and it was easier in some ways than expected but much harder than in others um as for long-term goals i don't i don't really have any i'm pretty content for now like um in the short run hopefully like next month i'll hit the three thousand character mark um, uh, and I just want to sort of, uh, have that as my, as one milestone and, and then, uh, uh, just keep doing what I'm doing now, just really enjoying it. Um, and just getting more input and, uh, yeah, no, no big, no big goals, uh, mm. for now, but I think I'm pretty content with it. And if I can yeah. just, you know, spend a half an hour, an hour, uh, sometimes even more with just Chinese, um, that's that's fine by me. I think it's a it's a cool skill, and especially when you look back at at uh, how you sounded like or what you were able to read uh, a few months uh, before. That's just purely from a motivational standpoint. Great, but it, there's no specific goal now. Mm. I had an interview with uh, another client, uh, Trey, recently, and one of the things he said was that learning Mandarin, like the habit itself of studying every day, has caused a lot of other improvements in his life sort of like a keystone habit in a way um so and i i think that just learning in itself the way you've been doing it just having chinese under your belt as a skill will automatically open up all sorts of opportunities or just it will lead you down paths that you didn't even realize um so i i think as long as you just do what you enjoy which is what you're doing oh this is fun i enjoy doing this every day and just keep doing it and you know it's valuable it's a valuable skill 
I mean, that's all, right? So what else do you need out of life? Yeah. <laughs> have to be. No, I think you're completely right. It's a sort of, it, it does, it does take a lot of time, like sort of cultivating the skill and you, you hit a lot of roadblocks with motivation and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and methods and you're constantly testing out and all these uh, habits that you build, hopefully transfer in, uh, into other skills. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I have no doubt about that. So let's, let's uh, go back to the course itself. So you, um, what would you say uh, were, if you can think of three, what would you say would be the three top, um, like sort of three aspects of the course, the Mandarin movement method that has have been, had the biggest impact on you? Um, I think even your guys's um, character progression is great. Just the sequence itself hmm. already like cuts, I don't know how many hours, I can't put a number on it, but it makes everything much easier. Um, as I remember, just in my course, you just have, um, you know, characters that appear in the lesson that you're learning, uh, but they don't necessarily share any components or have any, um, any real relation um, to each other. So yeah. that already makes it easier to learn, right? That uh, I think you guys call it what Oclo, or uh, that's right, o optimal character learning order. Yeah. Yeah. So that's already huge. That's already even even if it was that, then that would have helped me out a lot. But then on top of that, you have the um, sort of um, low-key method or memory palace and that just yeah that that's another huge boost um because i think it's it's sort of one of the few really tangible and practical ways of using uh your spatial or visual uh brain to to memorize stuff um so that that was that was huge um so that's number two and even with those those two things I i'd be pretty content um, the last thing I think, um, the sentence cards really do help out, especially in the beginning when, when your vocabulary is, uh, next to, next to zero. Um, so that, that's really great. Cause you can at least, you see the characters that you studied in context and, and can attach them to words. And so you have the sort of bottom up and, and top down approach. And that, I, I think, I think that in and of itself is extremely valuable. I, I know a lot of other um, people really enjoyed the pronunciation course, um, but I actually, I actually did that once I was done with uh, Mandarin Blueprint because I uh, with the with the character course because I I'd already I think gotten uh, a good like understanding of pronunciation, but it was still interesting to hear you guys' perspective, and there were a few small things that. Uh, that it still helped me with, but yeah, uh, I would say it's the it's the character progression, the uh, memory technique, and then just the sentence cards, yeah, and the stories for sure, as a, as a three plus. Awesome, yeah. Um, so like you said, the let's let's go into Oclo and the, the general progression of the course for you because, uh, again, so you know, relatively few people who actually sign up to the course, make it all the way through. And I'm really curious to hear your, your ex what was your experience working your way through the various phases is what we call it, right? So mm -hmm. phase one is uh, learning characters, phase two is le learning compound words, and then phase three is 
seeing sentences properly and reading them and phase four is stories and phase five yeah uh, well, phase five is stories phase four is conversations and stuff, shorter stuff but like what was it like walk me through your experience of, of that progression how was it for you it's a, good, it's a good question i think the beginning was quite tough mm. and and tedious because uh even just setting up locations was man sometimes it took me hours sometimes i I was like, man, I'm just gonna skip this for now and go back to it. Um, you mean choosing um, choosing a location from your life, yeah, like a choosing building a location that you can make the movies the in, and right. And the the actors, you know, uh, sometimes it took me a few minutes, and so yeah, sometimes right. I needed to take a walk and think about it. So that yeah. that was um, that did take time, but I knew that it was gonna lead somewhere, so so it was okay. How did you know? Um, what what made you trust that it was going somewhere instead of just getting your money back? <laughs> <laughs> I think um, in you know I'm I'm I would say I'm someone who that's I'm I'm kind of a lazy guy or I I don't like leaving things on the table so I always look for for shortcuts and I always think there's a better way to approach something um, and maybe this is sort of a rebellious. Uh, nature or whatever but I, I also don't really like going the standard path mm -hmm. um, so even in high school I was looking for different methods to study better and and you know I also read Moonwalking with Einstein and making oh, it wow. stick and the whole Dominic O'Brien thing and I tried it out I dropped it after a few days because I couldn't see a, an efficient way to take this information and encode it uh, and then have it ha have any movie scene or something like that. Mm -hmm. It made sense for me to memorize numbers, right? I could say one is a stick and two is uh, a bicycle or something, but I couldn't memorize any anything else like uh, history or, or you something like create, that. You like but, create that entire structure yourself. There's so much so much work. It would just be the same amount of work, if not more, than actually just doing road exactly, <clears throat> yeah. exactly, Luke. So so I knew that it it worked because I tried it out on these abstract examples. Uh -huh. uh, uh, but but it, it wasn't of any use for me. But once I saw that you guys put it in a structure and I was already uh, convinced that, that it worked, I, I knew it was going to work. Have you so. seen Faraz? Faraz's uh, interview that we did? We, oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen he's that, got a, yeah. a very similar story. He's just like, oh, I thought I'll make this system where people you can learn characters and then it progresses into, oh, they've already done it. Brilliant. I don't have to bother. <laughs> No, so that that was that was really cool that you guys had that system and it was pretty. Um, it it made a lot of sense to me uh, when I first uh, came across your channel. You know, I, I mentioned this in the beginning, and I, I I listened to your guys explaining the tones and the tone pairs. I saw a few movie scene um, video recommendations on the side, um, but I wasn't really sure because <laughs> it was just you and, and Phil talking about different things so i wasn't really sure where you guys were going with that but i think at some point i came across a video where you actually explained what this was about and then mm -hmm. and then it just made sense to me but going back to the phases so that was um that was a little tough but i knew it was a necessary evil if you will mm -hmm. um and then uh, it was amazing to 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 have your to recall the first character using i was just gonna ask scene. about that yeah everyone has that first moment like where a couple of people will say that they've been walking the dog or something and then they see this character they recall every aspect of a character and then they just stop and they're like whoa <laughs> just, just yeah yeah so tell me about that 
I think that that was like the real, you know, when when sort of your intuition is um, verified, if you will. It was a, uh, it was that moment where uh, I think it was Hor, uh sort of to to live. To live, right? Yeah, and um, I saw you, you know, on the anchor, you just see the pinion mm-hmm. and the English explanation. I was like, man, I don't know. Wait, I think yeah, I know the location. And it was in, in, in a room and there was Harry Potter because he was the HU character and, right. um, and, and there's the water stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah, he was on the floor. He was dead. And <laughs> then there was Albert Einstein because of the tongue because this picture where he sticks out his tongue and yeah, yeah. He, he just like <laughs> pours water all over Harry Potter. And he's like, I was like, wait, I know the character. And then I wrote it and, and, and that was the cool thing because that was exactly the problem I had with rote memorizing. Like I spent so much time writing, like sometimes half an hour, one hour for one character, or yeah, yeah probably more around half an hour. But then when it came to the uh, dictation, mm. I would have like the outline of it, but also not. And then yeah. I was like, man, I know this character, but I, I can't really, it's not there, or it's mm-hmm. sort of, it's an island that's across and you can't really get there, but you know that it's there. Yeah. Um, but with the, the, the resolution with the, is low, this very low exactly. But with the, with the with yeah. the memory palace, it's like you have a boat and you, you know you can get there. You just follow that path. And it's not just that you you've been there. The route to that to that island, you've been there many times in different ways. You know you understand it personally on so many levels with the components and the people, exactly. the actors, the places, and they spark so, that, that so many was, connections. Man. Yeah. I was so excited. I was like, I'm going to learn Chinese in a week. Just, <laughs> just go. So that was, that was a big moment. And, and that was what really, really um, sort of made me more confident about you guys' program. And in the beginning, what was really cool was that I finally had characters for the words that I had learned. Um, so having done, uh, you know, a year of, of schooling, um, and you know a few weeks of very intensive uh, glossica listening mm. there were and there were just you know words that i i heard in real life um that are sort of new but then having the character there just really that was another sort of aha moment or it clicked with me oh yeah that makes sense that character sort of has has a relation to the meaning of the word so that was that was really cool to actually discover that because for the longest time it felt like i was good at at least surviving in daily circumstances but didn't have like this foundational knowledge and i think the characters really sort of gave me that and and were sort of the anchor for all these other uh, memory points that i had so that was when really great in the beginning when you were starting out because this is, this reminds me of a very common sort of realization sort of a phenomenon that a lot of people learning chinese go through in the early stages is like seeing a line which is supposed to be as chinese sentence and being like how the heck do chinese people know where one word begins and one word ends. And I think that's where that realization starts coming in a little bit during phase two, when you start saying, oh, that's a word, that's a character. That's also a word, but it's four characters and it's sort of chunk. You sort of exactly. start to delineate between the chunks, you know? Yeah, that, that was huge. So that was sort of the first, um, that was sort of the, the phase one for me, for sure. It was just knowing that, you know, I, I could just, always find my way back to the character if I wanted to, if I remembered the scene. And then obviously also discovering this whole other aspect of the language, which was the writing system that I hated so much <laughs> and then liking it. Um, and phase two was the words. Um, then I think, yeah, what, as you said, like 
it just makes sense. I think sort of the semantic structure or um, the root of the word is, is a little more clear in, in Chinese. Um, and so acquiring those was, was really fun. Um, and just reading, just reading. It was, man, like the characters are, I have a very, very weird relationship with the character that in the first year I would go to Chinese class yeah. and, um, and go to office hours to have my teacher sort of correct my pronunciation. And I really want to get the tones down and everything. And then they, sometimes they'd ask me to read the lesson uh, dialogue and just stressed me out. I was like, can't we just do opinion? Because it was just cognitive overload to think yeah. about the character and then pronounce it. And there's just so much pain and, and it just didn't seem efficient. And I, I couldn't envision a time where I would prefer the characters over opinion. So mm. it was really cool to, in phase two, see the, see the uh, words and then later on also the sentences and, and have them make sense and it make more sense than the opinion. I think that was, that was big. Reading, what about reading your first sentence successfully? What was that like? Do you remember that? Some uh, people remember that. As I, don't, a I don't remember it. No, I don't, that wasn't as big of a moment as, as uh, recalling that character. Yeah, yeah. I guess because when you first start reading sentences, it's, it's a very slow process. It's a brain, it hurts your brain <laughs> a lot. Even yeah, if you, exactly. You know exactly. the characters inside out, you know the words inside out, but when you start trying to read that first sentence, it's individually identifying each character one at a time. <laughs> yeah. So it's maybe not exactly. quite as like, wow, I'm a genius. But like once you no, get- it, it was much more gradual, I suppose. The gradual, exactly. Much more gradual than just, oh shit, I know this character, you know? So mm -hmm. uh, that there, it was more like looking back, I would see the progress. And then with the, the sentences, I think a lot of the sentences were also quite, um, incorporate a lot of the st structures that were generally useful to me in, in real life because I lived with a Taiwanese family. So I always had a, um, a, um, an opportunity to try out what I learned. Um, so that was really cool. And obviously if you learn something in Anki or through your course and then you see it in real life and just, it, it clicks and even, even more, that was really great. And then reading the stories was, um, I think by that time I sort of got used to, uh, I got used to being able to read. Um, so it wasn't that much more shocking than reading the sentences, but mm. it was nice to, to read it. And then, as I said, the actually getting like a Mandarin companion book and just reading the story for story's sake, that was a big, that was a big milestone. I'd, and, and that I only could have done if I'd studied the characters and which I did uh, with you guys. Yeah. Uh, it's so cool to hear, man. It's, it's so cool to to see to see it in action, you know, to see something uh, you guys really from beginning to together, end. Really, uh, really solves a problem. I think I think it really does, at least for me. And because uh, the whole character thing, just, I couldn't I couldn't see a time where it would be worth it for me to to memorize them because uh, it just seemed like such a tedious task. Um, and you made it like just a thing that you do, uh, at least for me, it's just a thing I do now. Um, so that's really great. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, so was there anything going into this that you were skeptical about at all? Because I remember you skeptical. mentioned- Skeptical. 
Yeah, like going into that, you mentioned that you heard me and Phil talking about a movie scene. That, that was kind of like weird. <laughs> Maybe at first you're like, nah, don't know about this. But you, you're like, for example, we, we make fairly big promises, don't we? You know, on the, on the cause. So like guaranteed results in Chinese. 94% of Chinese in as little as three months. Um, uh, you know, this sort of stuff. So like, were you skeptical of like those claims, for example, going in or... Like, what was your what was your feeling initially about that? I, I don't I don't think I, I I don't think I was that skeptical. I it just it made sense to me that this was much more efficient than me uh, listening to uh, study focus music uh, on YouTube and just <laughs> copying the characters. Um, so so I've, I've actually done that exact thing. Yeah, <laughs> Spy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Um, so, so it made a lot of sense to me. Mm. Um, the, the, and, and I was confident because I was living in a, in a Chinese speaking environment that those sort of speaking and listening aspects of the language would all, already be taken care of. And I really wanted to get the characters out of the way, if you will. And, and I was sure that it, that it was going to work. And especially after I uh, recalled the first character, yeah. um, it just, yeah, I, I think I actually even overestimated how quickly I could progress with the course because I didn't really take into account that you guys would have so many sentences. Mm. Um, but no, I didn't have any, any, I wasn't skeptical about it, no. That's just, I mentioned, you mentioned uh, the characters just quickly, so go back to me. Did you say earlier, I've just sort of registered it, did you say earlier that you were going, aiming to get to 3,000 characters? In the, yeah, in yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been experimenting. I think I think that's a that's a good. Um, I think generally it's a good habit. I've been constantly trying to experiment with different strategies, which is why I tried the New York Times and the language ring with Netflix. And and I think we here we have a lot of extended weekends mm. um, because of the holidays and whatnot. And I was like, you know, let's see how many characters I can learn in a day if I if I use. What's the that. record so far? I think the record was like. Um, must have been like a hundred or two hundred, something like that. Phil's, I did Phil's is a hundred. Phil's is a hundred. I did that's, forget that's like uh, at the absolute. Peak. That's that's good. So that's you learn over you 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 learn over a hundred characters a day using this method. Yeah, so I I tried it. Yeah, that was like for two three days. Uh, but and then, then the you just <laughs> collapsed on the floor for a week. <laughs> it completely collapsed, <laughs> and it didn't make sense. So um, yeah. I, I also forgot about like between thirty to forty percent of the characters. Um, yeah. Obviously, if you then see them again, it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. But now I'm at a, like a healthy pace that works with my daily schedule mm -hmm. and other commitments. That you know, having twenty to fifty characters a day works pretty well. How long on, does it take you to learn each character these days? It it gets it gets easier and easier if I know the components. Mm -hmm. So. Let's say you know uh, the you components already, and you're warmed up already. How long do you think it would take you on average? Oh man, like just to recognize it could be, I'd say like, let's just say 30 seconds. Could 30 be seconds. 10 because it immediately yeah. makes sense to me. Sometimes, could be yeah. uh, could be a minute, but um, I'd say 30 seconds is a, is a safe, safe estimate. Yeah, especially yeah. if you know the components, it, it just gets, it, it gets easier. Yeah. It's never, it's never effortless, but it does get easier. And no, definitely not. And yeah, once you get into the techniques of how to build these scenes or taking like shortcuts, do you apply like some of the extra techniques, like the, um, 
uh, what do we call them again? <laughs> we got like special effects and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like camera angles, close-ups, uh, slow motion, explosions, all this sort of stuff. Do you do that sort of stuff in your mind as well when you make the characters? I, I feel like uh, at the moment or sort of at the stage I'm in, mm. I, I tend not to use them because uh, I don't have a, I don't have a, I don't feel like I have a need to. I think you don't need to anymore. Yeah. In a, yeah. in a podcast episode where you're like as simple as, as it needs mm -hmm. to be or sort of as complicated as it needs to be. And mm. yeah, I, given that, you know, I, if I have an understanding of the component and I know how it's pronounced and this new character is sort of has a similar pronunciation and, and the meaning makes sense because of the radical, maybe I even heard it before in a word. Um, I feel I often I find that I don't need to add a lot of fluff to the scene because it, it just works it just clicks uh, yeah. or maybe it's just like I just need that one extra step to make it click with a character that's very different uh, I'm, I might I might include more special effects yeah but uh, you encounter less and less of those um, as you go along so you're going to get, I'm jealous. So when I did this, so when me and Phil were doing this, I, I did 3000 characters in a, in six months. Um, yeah. 3, characters. But it looks like you're going to, but that pretty much is it though. That's all I was doing. And I was doing it for about two hours a day and it was burning my energy and I didn't really do Whoa. much else. I just listened to some Chinese pod. Um, and you know, that's all I couldn't really do much else with my day. I, I, I you, you know, it's like you say two hours, maybe three hours and you're, you're done, you know, two hours for most that's people per day is what you can expect, hard stuff, right? yeah. Um, okay. But you've basically, but you in about six months have not only learned, yeah, you learned like 1500 characters, about half the amount of characters, but you also learned the entire language you learned words grammar like you could read and, and listen and understand and, and write you know you were learning all of it more holistically in those six months that's for sure yeah i think i yeah. think it is it is it is it is tough to sort of balance it out i think um because you you do which is why i decided to decrease the amount of characters i learned a day because mm. yeah i could i could probably stick with 100 a day and just do that but then mm. Uh, I'd be burnt out and not have, not actually supply these characters with any deeper meaning. Um, and I think, I think, yeah, that's, that's, that's tough. Uh, that's but tough still 3000 in six months is, is, is a lot. Uh, wow. <laughs> well, I had but it sounds painful. Me and Phil at the time, we were like challenging each other and we were like, you know, we were studying together. And so it was like, oh, what character are you on? You know, I'm on 591. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. I'm on 592. <laughs> really competitive, you know. So, um, so yeah, we that was a that was a, that was an interesting time. But yes, yeah, so you, you, I think you the way you're doing it though, the way you're doing it with Mandarin Blueprint is much better overall, and you you're already seeing the benefits of that. You know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like now, now actually, um, I think, yeah, I'm I'm trying to move a little. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm trying to move away from from the studying aspect and sort of move more toward just engaging with the language and this Living is still sort of a balance that I'm, uh, I don't know how to strike exactly. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, cause at this point, like each additional character actually doesn't really contribute that much to my, uh, yeah, comprehension. The diminishing returns kicks in and yeah, so it's less exciting, um, to jump in. 
I would say you're doing it about as good as anyone could. I think you're, as I, <clears throat> I would divide my time. If I gave myself two hours a day, I would give an hour to building my base of characters and, or, you know, a fixed amount of time, half an hour, whatever you want to do. So 30 to 50 characters a day. So that's between half an hour and an hour on your mm -hmm. rates, right? Yeah. And then I would spend the rest of my time mass inputting, and then a few, a few, uh, you know, if I had the money and the extra time and energy, I would definitely work in some speaking lessons because if I was at your stage right now where you've, you've, you've gained so much progress and knowledge on the language and acquisition, you, I would be really excited to test that out in reality. Yeah. And that, that is, is where, cool. and that is where it gets, and you know, it's going to be like when you are reading sentences, it's going to be a gradual thing. You're not going to jump in and, blah, 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 and start being able to speak <laughs> fluently in your first lesson. It's a completely separate skill. Well, not completely separate, of course. It depends on input, as you know. Um, but I would, I would start doing that. I would start, because that, because yeah, you're getting a law of diminishing returns. It's getting less and less exciting to learn new characters, but you still haven't even scratched the surface of the excitement of true. having a meaningful conversation with someone in Chinese. I still get that all the time. And then, but to be fair, I don't practice speaking as much, nearly as much as I should. I'm much more of a reader, listener person. I don't, even though I live in China, you know, I, I practice the basics on a daily basis because I have to, and I'm with my mother-in-law, my yeah. wife and all this sort of stuff. But it's like, I, I haven't had a proper session of Chinese in like years. I don't, I don't, I just, you mean like where you're just discussing like one-on-one or like yeah like oh, i am now trying to activate my vocabulary I, I i don't do that very often at all mm -hmm. um and you know just life gets in the way and i'm lazy so but that if i was in the opposite situation that's what i'd be doing man once or twice a week um push it challenging myself and then maybe increasing that as you get more addicted to it because you know you find a good tutor. yeah yeah, it gets really exciting. No, that makes, Just like that makes a lot of sense to me. You first remember a character and you're like, whoa, or you first read a sentence or a book and you're like, whoa. When you first actually have a meaningful conversation with someone in Chinese, and, which will happen many, many times and gradually more and more exciting, you know, for more and more interesting ways, um, that is the actual pinnacle of that feeling because that's the whole reason in really oh, yeah. language, right? We learn language to connect with other people. Uh, and learn from other people and, and laugh with other people in a way that you, no one else could, you know, if you didn't learn the language, you wouldn't be able to. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's my two cents on that, mate. Um, yeah. Take your time. Obviously, again, you've done really well, but um, that's where I would go next. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think, yeah, I'm sort of at this, uh, at this point where um, and some part of me just wants to finish like these characters and just be done with it. <laughs> and this is the hard part. And I'm not going to say I've, I've mastered it. And even Phil, who's more, um, let's say, organized, uh, you know, uh, gets up earlier. <laughs> uh, you know, even he hasn't mastered that. And it's like, yeah, you have to be, you have to be like, maybe set a timer. And it's like, okay, 45 minutes learning characters and then an hour listening um and then you know one session every other day chatting and that is my yeah. schedule and i have to stick to it and if you don't stick to it draw a line and start again tomorrow you know don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good and all that but um just try and stick to that that yeah so yeah i, I i'm i'm really excited to see <clears throat> to see what you're going to do uh with this new skill and like how, where you're going to go with it um 
and I'd like to hear feedback from you on that down the line. Even though oh. technically we ha we're not going to expand the course for a while now because we're, we're working on increasing the, the the depth of like we basically want to make the, um, the the foundation and the intermediate um, stronger in in terms of depth rather than. Uh, expanding it in breadth this, at this point. So you mean like adding adding stories or adding um, yes. explanation or like, yes. that makes a lot of sense. Because if, yeah. I, if I had to redo the process, I would have spent less time on the, on the sentence cards and just going really hard on them and um, or less time trying to like progress with the characters and just more time engaging with the language, whether that's by reading stories or listening, mm -hmm. um, I think I think you you are you already sort of deleted a lot of the cards and uh, yeah uh, in the beginning of the course uh, I think that was a, that was a good move, mm. but yeah in general I think even though I know this rationally like more input is better I, I still find myself just doing the characters I think yeah that makes a lot of sense and I think when when I was sort of reaching the end of Mandarin Blueprint and I was uh, scared of what was gonna happen after and how I was gonna reach the 3,000. Uh, Phil said, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm sure that once you reach 1,500, you won't need us to, to continue uh, your journey with the characters. And it didn't seem realistic to me at that time, but now that I'm in it, um, you know, once you have that, that strong foundation, mm -hmm. you could, at some point, you just gotta every bird has to fly uh, at some <laughs> yeah. point. The mother just has to kick it off the cliff and you yeah. never feel ready to do it. So um, that Absolutely. makes a lot of sense. But we're always here, you know, we're always here. We, we're still your coaches uh, anytime you need advice <laughs> or anything like that. But I've got a feeling you'll be, you know, in a year or something or maybe, I don't know, in a, whatever amount of time, I think you'll be surpassing us on someday, um, for sure. <laughs> I don't know yeah, about that. You sure. guys are pretty good. Um, but uh, anyway, I, I'm, let's, let's go and quick, because I've realized I've taken up a lot of your time. Oh, I'm just doing a squeaky voice today. I realize <laughs> I'm taking up a lot of your time. Um, and I just wanted to ask, like, what, what about the course could we improve on? Especially, and this is especially valuable from someone like yourself who's just yeah. experienced every aspect of what we have to offer. Like, what, what, where could we do better? I think you've already, I think you've, um, I had a few, I had a few sort of things that I would change, but I think you've already taken steps uh, to, to improve the course. One thing was like, I, I think there are too many sentence cards in the beginning. Yeah, yeah um, And you, you fixed that. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other thing was that I felt, and maybe this is just me because I had a lot of time, mm -hmm. right? Like I had a, a lot of time, uh, uh, outside of just this um, one to two to three hours of Anki. And um, so, and this, this is not necessarily something that you guys have to do, but maybe for other learners, um, having like a source of input is always great. And, and obviously it has to be sort of appropriate to your level, mm -hmm. um, but having more listening and, and reading um, really helps cement what you already know. And obviously also, uh, increase your knowledge and um, you've sort of done that with the with the ebook that you guys wrote so I think I think that's already sort of covered and apart from that I don't think I think 
the the thing works and there's not much that you need to do i think yeah it just works just just do it and you'll you'll see it uh yourself but yeah more 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 input help with like finding input uh yeah but you, you fix that with the. I've with already the ebook, I well. I, I wouldn't say we've like we've got some resource. We've got a ton of resources in the new ebook. But what I think we should do, and I, we can actually work on this immediately because it wouldn't take that long, is at the beginning of the course or to well we'll figure out when exactly. Maybe you could give some suggestions when. But we do basically. I like the rant that I did for you on the podcast where I go through all of the best resources in our opinion. And we could even you know, partner up with them and, and, you know, but I don't really mind whether or not we partner up because they're great resources. I could share them, you know, get some extra input because we do several things very, very well, but we're limited in terms of certain areas, right? Like for example, yeah. supply endless amounts of high quality listening content like Chinese podcasts. Um, we can't provide, uh, you know, all of the, you know, endless amounts of reading content like link can or chairman's bow or, do Chinese or decipher whatever it is you want to use, right? Um, so I, I think that'd be a great idea is to take maybe as a bonus video or like as a break sort of during the earlier yeah. foundation course, just being like, hey, I'm Luke, hey, I'm Phil, here are the best resources, start listening to them now. Uh, and this is a pr appropriate level for you. Maybe once you get to this level of the course, maybe you'll be able to read this and, and so on and so forth. I think that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Cause like, I feel like while it was super, super helpful to have the sentence cards, cause mm -hmm. just learning the characters in isolation. Um, yeah, it's the first step, but having this, having them in a sentence is great. Um, I, mm -hmm. I tend to need to see the problem from multiple different angles, if you will. And having sort of more input, uh, would have been, would have been better. I mean, it didn't really hurt me. Uh, all, well, we feel, constantly but... talk about input. That's our, that's like the basis of our entire program. So why? Yeah, not? Exactly. You know what I mean. So the whole point is get more input. But I now that you mentioned that, I said we don't push it enough. I don't think we don't push other people's stuff or just generally listening in you know to anything. You know, even if you put on a high a high level podcast, just putting anything on in your ears or reading anything would be useful. You know. But yeah, I think, yeah, you, you mentioned that and you mentioned the uh, sort of input hypothesis and mm -hmm. the sentence cards work for that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but yeah, it, we could have more, you could, you could sort of drive that point a little further and, yeah. and maybe even say that, you know, um, because this is a problem that, I, that I'm still sort of grappling with, saying that you'll never feel ready to just jump into input. Mm -hmm. um, but that's the only way you mm -hmm. sort of get used to it because um, even now sort of the reason why I'm trying to learn all these characters and whatnot is because I just don't fully feel comfortable just jumping in, uh, into a book which actually I'm, I am reading uh, I'm trying to read at least a few articles and whatnot but just you guys as teachers giving giving people permission to just feel a little confused and and still yeah. jump into it um, I think that would that would definitely be uh, helpful at least for someone like me I think for most people yeah, I think that's something that we're going to work on for sure, like really soon. Um, so thanks for that. Much appreciated. Um, so that's the <laughs> final question. Thank you for the course. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the course. I think, yeah, it's just revolutionary. Uh, oh, wow. In thanks. My, in my opinion. Well, that leads me on to my next final question, which is, would you recommend the course? 
Um, I would recommend the course to anyone that's first of all frustrated with characters like like I am. Um, yeah, it just makes this this is the characters are a huge aspect of Chinese that a lot of people try to avoid and uh, you don't have to if it's made easy. Um, and uh, I, I, you know, I've, I've spent a lot of time trying to figure out different resources and it just seems like the quickest way to do it and you'll have to do it at some point. And, and by learning those characters and by having Luke and Phil guide you through it, you acquire a lot of vocab and sentences and you get a feel for the language, which is where you eventually want to end up. Um, also, the pronunciation course is really great. <laughs> so in general, I would, I would, um, I would uh, recommend it to anyone that wants to study Chinese, but especially if you feel like the characters don't make sense or are just scribbles and lines, and no matter how much you um, you sort of write them down to your lo-fi hip hop, they you lose them the next day. Uh, definitely check it out. Yeah. So so that's that's my that's my take on MB. Yeah. I, I constantly recommend it to people. Uh, it's sort of like uh, it's sort of like when you when you uh, when you find out that the Earth is round or some some like some like new thing that just makes sense and then you try to you want to tell it uh, you want to tell it to the world yeah so I'm I'm super excited about it and I think I think you should just check it out and see for yourself yeah brilliant brilliant much appreciated um yeah that's it's great and, and yeah you're at the end of the current iteration of the course um so we don't have like an official point where we'll follow up with you but I'd still like to hear from you you know send me an email every now and then just let me know how you're doing um where you are if you have any breakthroughs I'd love to hear about it like you feel like oh man I read Lord of the Rings yesterday or whatever or I, or I read uh, <laughs> I read the New York Times in Chinese and I didn't want to cry um or something you know um and or if you need any just general advice along the way just, just get in touch anytime definitely i'll keep you guys in the loop yeah thanks for thanks for everything uh, you guys did with the course and also being so um responsive i think I, this, this is my first time having sort of an online educational experience outside of just watching youtube videos yeah. um and um which is why i think it's crazy to, that i'm speaking with you right now but uh, yeah, you guys are real people that have built this course and, and, and you respond very quickly to any, any concerns that people have. So that, that impressed me a lot. And I'll definitely keep you in the loop if, you know, if, if anything, uh, if I hit another milestone, for sure. Wicked. All right, thanks so much, Rosanne. Really appreciate uh, your time and it was great chatting with you and uh, I hope to do it again soon. Yeah, the pleasure was all mine. Take care. Cheers, bye-bye.